0: Yeah, it's time to start the show, everybody. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah, welcome. So it's great to have you, Amber, Stephen, Harriet. So nice to see you all.
1: Good morning. Uh,
0: well, um, I have uh, I've I've made, made myself a checklist of all the things that I, want, that I would li- really like to to do today. So I'm I'm so excited to get into it. Um i'm gonna go ahead and uh i'm gonna just i'll do these announcements first so uh that way you know and keep the keep the energy going you know and hopefully we keep uh keep having people show up this is awesome yeah at uh, least just showed up that's that's great to have you oh, awesome so, uh morning. all right let these, morning let me do these announcements right quick and then um and we'll get on with the show. So, uh, good morning, and welcome to uh, reinventing the tattoo and uh, the reinventing the tattoo community. Uh, this is drawing for tattooers. I'm James Wisdom, your host. Um, and uh, this reinventing the tattoo community is, of course, inspired by Guy Atchison. So, big thanks to Guy Atchison. Um, and we want to invite uh, tattooers, apprentices, collectors, and curious to join into these live stream and real world events. Uh, Our goal is to ultimately uh, create better tattoos and art together. We beam out nearly every single day. And with your help, we've become a quality network of on-demand shows. Um, We've been receiving rave reviews. So keep those comments coming. We appreciate all of your uh, constructive feedback. All right, so uh, you can uh, find Reinventing the Tattoo uh, at the App Store, the Apple App Store, the Google Play Store, uh, Facebook, and Roku. Uh, that's reinventingthetattoo.com backslash Roku. Um, but wherever you find us, you uh, you can always find the latest and greatest on reinventingthetattoo.com. Uh, we have a number of weekly stable shows. Beginning Sundays at 1 p.m., we have the skill building drawing group with Jason Leeser. On Mondays at 9 a.m., we have Drawing for Tattooers. That's this show. You've made it. Um, That's followed at 11 a.m. on Monday with the Tattoo Weekly, hosted by Lauren Gregory, Jake Meeks, and Gabe Ripley. At 5 p.m. on Mondays, we have Let's Talk About Feelings with Robbie Ripple. Uh, At 9 p.m. Eastern, we have the uh, Subscribers Exclusive Drawing Group, um, led by Guy Atchison. Uh, on Tuesdays we, at 10 a.m., we have the Tuesday Fields Drawing Group, hosted by Ricardo Sturdevant. Wednesdays at 1 p.m., Tattoo Now show. And uh, Thursdays at 6 p.m., the Tattoo Collecting 101 <laughs> podcast, hosted by Fawn Baker. So, um I think we can uh let me go here and um yeah I could share my screen so we can see the reinventing page excellent right so um this is the reinventing the tattoo homepage. you know so make sure to check it out and um there's there's so much content here and of course, links to find all of these great shows we've been talking about. And then if you would like to zoom in to these shows, uh, you can find that here at the event schedule. Let's take a moment and uh, thank our sponsors. Uh, Tattoo now, TattooNow.com, technology for tattooers, the leading edge in professional development management and professional tools uh, for artists of all levels. Uh, they have upgrades and CRM software. Uh, So be sure to check out TattooNow.com. And then, of course, uh, again, a a big thank you to Guy Atchison. Uh, You can learn more about Guy Atchison at GuyAtchison.com, where you can find uh, original paintings, prints, as well as uh, tattoo educational uh, content and tattoo machines, um, including the Biomech Encyclopedia. Very cool book. (laughs) Um, So I definitely... um, make sure to check it out. Uh, it's, it's that time of the year. So, you know, get yourself a gift or give it for the artist in your life. So um, yeah, I think I think that's gonna do it. Um, and so on that note, morning, gang. Thanks. Thanks for that. It was was, Good morning.
2: Good morning, everybody. And good morning to Kyle and Creature in the chats. I see you.
0: (laughs) Oh, Kyle and Creature. Good morning. Yes. Good morning to everybody. I'm going to, I'm going to get my YouTube up so I can try to keep up with the chat a little bit. Ah, yeah. Kyle and Creature. Good morning. Yeah. I'll try to keep up with the chat. It's, so many screens (laughs) i know it can be a lot you know what i mean but it's um but it's amazing how connected we are you know yeah uh, yeah, it really is
2: yeah i'm trying to figure out how to add one more screen to this little setup i got going yeah so you can actually see what i'm working on during some of the podcasts do you have an ipad um i have a tablet
3: okay um if you no. can down, if you can maybe download Zoom to it, that might work.
2: Yeah, I have that done. I'm just trying to figure out how to mount it now.
3: <laughs> gotcha, gotcha.
2: I'm thinking about mounting it on with some rubber bands on my overhead tattoo light. Mm. If yeah. it's not too heavy.
0: Word. That's cool. There's all there's all kinds of like uh wait, I've got one. I got one right here. This weird contraption. It's like ah, <laughs> it holds a phone, and it's like a little light on it and stuff, so I can look pretty. Um, but there's all kinds of, you know, little. There's all kinds of like holders and stuff like that. That uh, yeah. Uh, some of them are pretty affordable, but I mean, it's got your precious device in it. So you wanna,
2: yeah, exactly. You know,
0: so you I want to be, be able to mount
2: it, mount it, and make sure it's not going to drop. It's already got a crack in it. I don't need another one. Hello. Oh.
3: Wow, I hate that
0: oh I hate that my my friend is, his phone dropped out of his pocket, I even mean, he was sitting down, he was doing a tattoo, but it fell out of his pocket like you know two feet to the floor, cracked in half, just you know mm-hmm. he was able to get it fixed, thank goodness, but I mean it was cracked like, in half uh, good God. it just ha- i mean he had a case it was you know it was a little bit thin, but you know mm. it's like uh, in half. It's, the screen cracked, like, you know what I mean? Just like, that's just ruined cool. it, you know? Like you couldn't even, couldn't do anything. It. Uh, just, that's the, that's the breaks, you know? I know yeah. there was one time I
4: dropped mine face
1: down on concrete, down directly at my
4: yeah. and Shattered completely. I had to get a new phone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's no funny word. now. You just know,
3: hit that right top. angle and just.
4: Yeah. Yeah, especially cause I wasn't home. I was out and about and I needed my phone. <laughs>
3: <laughs> to get
1: home,
4: mm-hmm.
3: oh, that's the worst. It is. What are you gonna do? Like ask someone for directions?
5: Oh my god, great! great. <laughs> what is this? Nineteen
0: right. fifty? Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You gotta, <laughs> yeah, you gotta watch it. You know, with people on the street. You know what I mean? Like, and especially if you are that person on the street asking people for something. You know?
6: Yeah. You never know. Me,
0: that's, goddamn. That's, that's tough. Yeah. It, it's funny you know like uh these experiences that we have it's like uh you know at the time they're so devastating you know what i mean it makes you feel terrible but you can giggle about it later you know what i mean that's um <laughs> right. and when it happens to somebody else that's the that's the essence of comedy <laughs> you <know>? oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah there you go that's
3: right
0: it is no it's yeah it's funny it it's um It's weird how that works, but that's, you know, um, again, it's kind of like, I guess you got to laugh, you know what I mean? You have to, you have to, you have to have a good time. You have to enjoy. It's really kind of, uh, uh, it's crucial because it can, it can be easy to get overwhelmed. It can be easy to get like, you know, when, you know, when you get knocked down, maybe, maybe you beat yourself up. That can happen too. Yeah
2: sometimes it's healthier right. to just laugh at the ridiculousness of it
3: right that's absolutely correct get down it's really correct it's actually been uh so I, I watched a few episodes uh sorry i'm feeding my dog, um, um,
0: ah! hey dog. <laughs> um
3: i watched a few episodes and i realized that like my concentration face my i'm really listening to you face it's it's like the angry black man, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, I'm just I'm like like scowling almost and I realize like I should smile more. Like I should really like soften up my face and you know, um, that's I kinda have myself on a more positive regimen lately of just thinking positively and uh, just positive thoughts and even if something is negative, I'll see the silver lining in. And it's really been having really amazing results in my life, Um, but doing it intentionally with the, you know, like doing it as intentionally as I come come here every morning to have class and as intentionally as I, you know, speak negatively to myself, (laughs) you know what I mean?
2: As intentionally as I- I... Your self-talk manifests what you talk about.
3: It does, Amber, it really does. Um, And, you know, and being 42 years old, it's like one of those things that like you've always known you know, um, but you know, I just really started really practicing. And it's just, it's just the very, the simple thing about it is, it's just better spending time in my own head. Because my yeah, head is a better you're place positive. To be. Yeah, yeah. And everything starts from there, so.
2: Um, I think the older you get, the harder it is to remain positive as a natural thing.
3: Because oh, okay okay I found,
2: the older i get the less f's i have to give
3: yeah <laughs> huh, yeah yeah like yeah, yeah. i no, gave too
2: many of them up in my 20s and 30s and now i'm i am sparse with the f's i have to give so I, like I have to make a choice to be positive
3: yeah you got to you got to do a, a
2: choice now
3: yeah yeah it's a it's a choice that's right. and there's so many reasons there's so many uh, forces that are trying to get us to not think positively. You know what I'm
6: saying? Found, I'm you should join of... us
2: tonight for um let's talk about feelings with Robbie Ripple. I think you'd really enjoy the conversation.
3: Oh, word. Yeah, I love Robbie. He's a cool dude. I met him at um, Health City.
2: Yeah, you should join us tonight if you have time.
3: Okay, what time do y'all get y'all on?
2: Five o'clock. Well, five o'clock Eastern time. Cool.
1: cool. That's what's
2: I, I know are on, long, but on I east sell. coast like me.
3: <laughs> oh, you're on you're on east coast. So, yeah, yeah, we're on the same coast.
0: Yeah, I, uh, um, yeah, I enjoy, I enjoy Robbie's show also. I, um, and I enjoyed this this group, you know what I mean? I think I, like, uh, I think it, it helps me, you know, th- certainly gives me something to look forward to something to, you know, kind of stay busy, stay active, uh, hold myself accountable. You know what I mean? Like there, you know, yeah. there, was, uh, there was a lot of drawings and stuff. There's a lot of work to do, you know what I mean? But putting in, it's like, you know, putting in this little bit of extra to do this, uh, I think it's, it's made a big difference for me. And so I hope that, uh, I hope that you all start to get that sort of, you know, uh, energy. You know, too. That you, you know, you put into it and you get back. You know, I mean? and I think that's the that's the thing I'm learning. You know, I'm I'm still I'm learning that 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 that's a it's a real thing. If I can put in some invest, right? Invest some energy. Yeah. There's there's this return that I this return that I receive, and I really do. You know, I really appreciate all of you for coming. It's so it is. Uh, it 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 makes it. You know what I mean? It makes it what it is. It's having the gang here so thank you all seriously for coming um you're welcome, I know, you're welcome. I know yeah thank you seriously no i i uh, it means a lot to me and also you know i hope yeah i hope that it's out there's like uh you know the content that you get or you know the things that we that we cover are you know they're interesting to you and that uh you know there's something that you get from it or there's something that like is enriching and you know whether it's whether it's just sort of professionally or spiritually, there's something about it that you, you know, you keep coming back and I appreciate that. So, um, and I know I do, you know, I know that there's, there's just a lot that I get, um, you know, from, from doing these things, uh, you know, I've done them for years. And the fact that we can, you know, all, you know, engage in it uh, together, I think is um, at, at different levels, right? Everybody's sort of coming in from, from a different, you know, from your own sort of point of view and your own perspective uh you're on point in your life but there's still um you know there's there's still some value to it um and so that was something that i wanted to i wanted to sort of touch back something that we've done you know we we used to do it every show um and that's the practice ellipses just to get warmed up ah yeah awesome um and so this was something too that uh harriet you were talking about like so the grandkids really enjoy doing the, the little kids yeah. they love doing that. they make
5: their ellipses when they come over yeah. here.
0: I think yeah whether you're young or old it's you know this is just sort of a, I think something that's kind of a um it's uh uh it's a regimen that you can sort of practice and it's uh I I get it I think that you know it's sort of it can be kind of silly at the same time but um uh I, I just like the, I, I like the action, you know I mean? I think getting warmed up and, and doing that, I think is, is good. So, um, yeah, let's, so grab a piece of paper, a pencil, your iPad, whatever. Um, I'll, um, I'll even, let's see, <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll do them like shared screen style. So, <laughs> let's see. Let's
1: see. Uh, uh,
2: Let's see. Yeah, my watercolor teacher has us do a similar warm up with a pencil or a pen. It's like awesome. just wiggles across the, and then go back and do it the other way and then back the other way.
0: Good. No, I think that, so that's good that, um, that's good that, like, you know, it's not. Mm-hmm. I'm. I'm not like I'm not nuts, you know. What I mean? Like I'm not.
2: Yeah. I'm no. Crazy.
0: There's other people that. What do you mean? Uh, that you're not nuts? Also. You have to
4: be a little crazy to be an artist.
0: Yes. I guess that's true. That is true. So, um mm-hmm. what do I got here? Ah, that one. That's not.
2: Oh, I'm like your TARDIS, by the way. Oh.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's uh, nice. TARDIS cup.
2: Yeah. Fellow oh. Hoovian.
4: Yeah. Nice. Oh, I love Dr. Who.
0: Killer. All right, so I've got um, I've got my my pad my uh, iPad screen is all shared. So uh, ellipsie, right? I'm just gonna I'm just gonna start drawing them and um, you know again, like you can orient them any way you like right So they can have this long axis horizontally right or of course like you know long axis. Kind of vertically. Oh, those are terrible. <laughs> let's get warmed up. All right, gang, let's do it. So, uh, so one, do fifty of them. Two, three,
1: four, five, six, seven, eight,
0: nine. 10.
1: And again, you can sort of, you know,
0: you can go clockwise or counterclockwise. It doesn't matter. But I think that's what that's what's really good about the practice is sort of like, you know, you you do them both ways. And then you kind of figure out like, maybe there's a way that you're more comfortable with it. Um, All right, so
1: 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. Uh, turn those down. Draw on top of them.
0: Yeah, digital is nice. So much, uh, <laughs> so many fun things you can do with it. Uh, 21, two
1: have you um what what are some um fun
3: things that you did in art school that you wanted that you wanted to do that you went in well let me ask you that what did you kind of go in for to art school to do
0: three well i i love drawing portraits i'm just so interested in you know in people And Mm -hmm. so, um, you know, that was really always, that's always something that I was, I was really fascinated by. And, uh, I think when I, when I first started going to art school, it was like, it was about art and I think I was very interested. I wasn't very interested in art at the time. I liked drawing portraits. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, I just really, I liked what I liked. So I wasn't as, uh, I wasn't as driven or focused to focus on art. (laughs) So, Mm. so I went to, I went to a little school, uh, I found a little school in Chicago called the American Academy of Art. And uh, they are, uh, and and they're sort of, you know, they're really sort of centrally focused around the figure and, you know, drawing, drawing faces and stuff. Um, And they're an illustration school. So they really kind of have like this rich history of like illustrators who, draw you know drew people so that that really i've always wanted really, to draw the person I, that that was really the that's the funnest thing for me and that was what attracted but that's what really got me into art it was like mm-hmm. it was like continuing to draw people and continuing to study that sort of thing and then um uh and then art became really interesting too so 31 32 that's what, but what about uh yeah no I, i'm interested to hear everybody what everybody has to say like with
3: me it like was like it yeah. was tattooing like it was i was always interested in like art and artistic things like i even went to school for film at temple university um but you know that never i mean it, it wasn't what i thought it was so i mean i, I studied in, uh, i studied graphic design and um at a uh, major graphic design in another school um but I don't know, like tattooing really, really did it for me. Uh, uh, so and then tattooing has allowed me to really, really get into art because i it's almost like because I have to now, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's that's I really credit tattooing. Forgive me. And just like you, you know, wanting to do faces, that get in your art. So I would say tattooing got art. allowed me to really get into art. Anybody else?
1: Um,
4: Oh, go ahead, Amber. No, you go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, So I I actually go to the academy right now, uh, the American Academy of Art. And the reason why I went was because, um, well, I've always been a computer person. um, And it's one of the only schools that has 3D modeling as a major and not just uh, like a certification. So um, I put myself through a year of drawing. (laughs) (laughs) No. <laughs> to uh to because the the whole first year is all all drawing and then uh the second year they put you on a computer that's
1: um cool.
4: yeah but uh yeah it just opened up everything for me uh I've had a really good experience that's what's up. That. but 3d printers that's what got me into art school
1: <laughs> mm.
4: and the library support your local
2: library. Always.
4: Amen
0: to awesome. That I well, I did mine. I, um, yeah. And I hope you, you were, were, inspired were inspired by how terrible, they were. <laughs> I, you know, it's like, that's the, you know, that was something that I think, uh, I started doing, I don't know. I think like I started doing this, uh, trying to get, trying to like get warmed up and try to like practice these ellipses because like I I went to I went to teach it one day like I was like you know I had a class and I was like I would teach like what is an ellipse and stuff and I'm like um you know I, I it was like I was like god I don't really understand them you know what I mean it was so you know they're 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 very uh um it's very technical, but of course, it, they're so simple too. It's just really kind of a. I, I don't know, I was just really fascinated by it, and and I couldn't draw them either. You know what I mean? It was so hard to so hard to draw by hand and get it. You know, and get it right. Um. You know, and a. I, I guess to hopefully to relate to the students a little bit, I was like, all right, I'll just draw it for you. See how bad. <laughs> see how bad it is. You can now. Now, don't feel so bad, right? If it's not, it's not working out. It's something you're going to practice. You might not ever. well, we'll never. Will never be perfect. You know no. what I mean? It's never perfect, even mechanically. You know what I mean? It's there's something. There's always some glitch. Does perfection something? exists. Is anything per- like? How do we even know
3: what perfect is?
4: Perfection is a
3: curse. That's what it is. Unattainable. Yeah. Perfection is in the
4: in the process. I guess. You know. Yeah. yeah no. Surprisingly, yeah. I have a notebook full of over fifty. somewhere in my room.
0: Oh, that's (laughs) awesome. Um, I, uh, well, um, so I think uh, I want to continue the conversation while we're getting warmed up because it's so, uh, I I really have been been enjoying, like, you know, hearing everybody's story. Uh, The next exercise that I'd like to, you know, sort of practice uh just sketch out some boxes we're going to just sort of sketch them out like uh um because i think it's going to lead into our conversation about head study that's that was the thing we talked about last week we want to get into it and so again we're sort of we're getting we're getting everything warmed up we're getting our our hands uh uh you know we're getting our hands warmed up we're getting our eyes sort of warmed up you know we're getting that link right there's that link that hand-eye coordination and so um let's see here i'm gonna go back to i will share again my ipad let
1: me get the hang of this uh,
0: oh my god technology it's it's like there's like one little there's one little there it is there's one little corner where it works right? <laughs> <laughs> there's a button that works you know and then I got it anyway. Got it. But, uh, okay. We'll turn off those turn on that. Okay. So sketching out the boxes. Um, I just like to think about it like that, you know, so there's, there's, you know, there's linear perspective. If you think about like, you know, this, if you think about like, you know, eye level, you know, being at some point, you know, there's a, there's a vanishing point back there and, you know, you could have, uh, you could have a box, you know, that has this sort of perspective going on. Right. So sketch out a box just as a concept. Right. We're not I don't want to go through all that. I just want to sketch them out. So um, I think the, the what I'm trying to demonstrate here is it looks like, you know, it looks like these two edges. Right. It looks like they will they'll converge at a certain time. Right. there, the thing. angle is. Yeah, yeah, this is the this is linear perspective that it looks like they're going to converge at a certain point. Hopefully, all of them do like that's going to converge. Right. And then these ones will converge. Where this one. I mean, I didn't draw them as well, but like these ones. These ones are are perfectly vertical or they're supposed to be right. They're yeah. supposed to be vertical in this in this particular setup. Um, so Anyway, not, you know, just if you're, you know, if you're like, if you're just getting started out with this and you want to, you know, you're like, well, what do I do, you know, for the, these edges, these all lines, all sorts of, they feel like they converge. What do I do with this? These you can draw, um, you know, purely vertically. Interestingly, you know, if you, you could also, you could also think about it. Like, uh, you know, you have this here and which one?
3: Just the whole thing.
0: You yeah, know, sure. Through, through, you, you did it so quickly. So, so eye level, so you think about like, you think about your, your point of view,
1: right? Mm-hmm. So
0: your eye, you know, if you look out, you know, if you look at the, at the ocean, the ocean is the, the horizon. Well, you know, um, it's, it's also the height, that's also like the, the, it's also the height oh. of your eye. You know what I mean? Like, so you're, you're looking. Right, that's the height of your eye on the planet, right? You're, wherever you're standing, as far as you can see out in the distance, right? There's a certain, you know, you're you're so tall from the ground. It gets it. I don't want to like I don't want to confuse everybody. There's there's all kinds of material on it. I think we I'd definitely love to cover this subject. Um and uh, but just yeah, to you sort can, of I follow it. it. I'm definitely okay, it. Awesome. So uh, so at a certain point along this eye level. Eye level. eye level uh there's a there's a point where all of these planes will appear to converge right on, on a certain point we called that the the vanishing point right and so uh in this one in this setup there's like two of them i have two vanishing points i mean it's my drawing my sketch is sloppy but this is the this is the idea right that there's a vanishing point Get rid of this eyeball. I don't want that to be something that is uh, confusing anybody. So there's a vanishing point, and then all these all these you know planes will appear to they'll appear to converge right on at this at this vanishing point. So that's the that's the that's the concept of the sort of this linear perspective, right? That there's a vanishing point, and I'm just, sorry, I'm like too. Hung up on accuracy. Anyway, so it all looks like you know the this plane over here on the uh, on the left, this one, it's it's heading in this direction, right? And the plane over here on the right, it's heading over here in this direction. So that's how you kind of force the perspective. Um, Is that are the top? mm
3: -hmm. um, So the flat top surface Mm -hmm. are those uh lines also going
0: to the vanishing point yes okay yes so you can see um right hopefully zoom in a little bit so so this this top edge right we're talking about the top of the box uh this edge and this edge they're they're headed off towards the vanishing point right and then this side plane again same thing they're all heading off towards that vanishing point and I mean you know if you like a lot of times you know uh you know if you're sketching or I mean a lot of times I think you can just sort of imply this eyeball it is the technical term (laughs) you know eyeball it and you can kind of you can really get the sense that there's a perspective there I think you know going through these as an exercise of like sort of forcing you know getting out the ruler and, and doing it can be valuable but if you're always you know you can get you can get too hung up on it i mean i know i do sometimes mm-hmm. yeah totally but uh it, um but yes so yes they that's that's what helps us know that we're all you know so box, but I these are the so just mm-hmm. another technical a couple technical words not to not to make anybody upset or anything, but so uh, these diagonal lines, they're called referred to as orthogonal. That means at right angles too. So, so these these edges, like we think the box is having, you know, it's all it's all ninety degrees, right? It's all it's all it's a box, right? It's all this one is a cube, so it's like all squared up. Now the we when we see it in perspective we see these diagonal lines so we know that it's you know we know like if we were to look at it in you know in a certain way we would see a we would see a square you know what i mean we'd see like something flat but because of perspective we see you know some diagonals so it just depends on the it just depends on where you're looking at it from so um right so the the these diagonal lines orthogonal they're going back to the vanishing point uh the vertical lines right or in the case here i sort of drew i drew this one in like in one point perspective right drew this little cube right here uh these these flat horizontal lines right or the 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 vertical ones are transversal referred to as transversal they transverse the grid right this you know it's like two-dimensional grid horizontal and vertical. So um, I know we're getting into the details too much, probably. Let's get into the details. I yeah, actually I'm glad, no, from I'm...
2: Art class. what's that? I actually remember some of this from art class, so.
0: Cool, yeah. It's, At it's least cool. my
2: long-term memory's still good.
0: <laughs> hey. <laughs> well, um, so. So there's so there's that. Hopefully that was helpful. But um, uh, I'll just I'll I'll show one more thing because I think it's it's kind of fun to think about. Um, so like again, so we have this. You know, we could have this this plane going. You know, back to the you know to vanishing point. Right there's a there's a transversal that way. Again, this you sort want to of, get
4: that easier. There is a perspective tool on Procreate.
0: I know. Okay. I do. I do know this, (laughs) I absolutely know it. Thank you. Um, And I think, and so I think too. learning some of the what how this works can really help when you use that perspective tool. Does that make sense? Yeah, if you kind of have a if you know how this can function, like at a real rudimentary level, like then the perspective tool. So it's so powerful, especially, you know, God, I watch people use it. And it's like, you know, it's just, it's amazing. It—it it, Some of it, some of it, you know, confounds me too. I'm like, oh my God, that's, that's so simple how you use it. And it, I mean, it works so, works so well, but it's like, how, you know, how are you getting it anyway? Um, so real quick. So again, I was talking about this sort of these, this vertical lines, right? Or horizontal ones. There can be a point, you know, there can be uh, a situation where you're really extremely looking down at, you know you're almost on top of something like a box and you're looking down at it, then you might experience like three points of perspective, right, where you get, right, where, the, these, where these edges, instead of being totally vertical, they're gonna now go to a vanishing point, right? Um, these ones are gonna converge and these ones are gonna converge. And these ones too, right? And how to you know how to figure out where to put all of that is is another you know is another complicated sort of series of you know operations to perform. But but I mean, if you're just sort of sketching, you know what I mean, and you really wanted to um, you know really wanted to give yourself uh, like this dynamic sort of you know, interesting-looking, you know, shape. Right? And then it's be wider,
1: wider one down there.
0: And you can you're starting to be able to create like this sort of, you know, this sort of this forest perspective, right? Where you can kind of, you know, you're really looking down. Again, or, uh, you know, um, uh, I guess to bring it back, like, you know, so maybe we're, maybe we're looking at the, you know, at somebody's, at somebody's face, you know what I mean? We're like, we're seeing that, you know, we're seeing from the, from the uh, Mm. really extreme sort of uh, angle Something like that, right? You know, I mean, there's, there's all these, there's these ways that you can use these tricks to- Wow, that's crazy. Oh, cool, <laughs> thank
2: you. This um, is yeah. where the aha moments
3: happen.
0: <laughs> yeah, that yeah, because
3: I was doing this with the boxes on um, yeah. the, um, the exercise uh, with George Bridgman, um, but it makes sense because like, it's like this way you can, use the horizon to turn the head of the head. You know what I'm saying? Um, Yeah, that's really fascinating.
0: So Uh just for, yeah, just like, you know, this can be really interesting, you know, if you wanna create your own original characters, you know what I mean? If you wanna create like, uh, I mean, any object that you would sort of think about three dimensionally, you know uh but you want to draw it right i mean you know so like i think that's that's where 3d modeling can can be so useful you know like so if you learn that stuff you learn how to use that software you know how to use those programs you can you can design it and then you can sort of you can fly around it and see it in any perspective you want um uh but but that's the you know uh um but this is how it used to be done <laughs> you know this this sort of wow uh, this, is right, how this is how, I how do it would, it. yeah how it how would it used to have been done um and then you know i think there's so there's advantages to both ways and probably synergy if you were to use if you could use both ways too you know what i mean there's probably so much that you mm-hmm. can get from being yeah. able to do both so it's this is um you know uh and then, too, just like, just like to to Elisa's point about like, there's you know, there's a way to do the the perspective grid in Procreate, which is so powerful. I think. Let me see if I can't. Uh, let me see if I can't call that up right now. Right. So preferences Right now, it's the. Uh, canvas. canvas. Yes, drawing guide. I edit my drawing guide. Real quick. I'll let's see. I just I'll run through that again, so that way everybody sees it. Right. So I hit the. I hit the wrench and then drawing guide make sure to you click that button so it's on and then you can hit edit drawing guide now you have different options to use if you've never found this before you know it's like this is really useful so there's a two-dimensional grid which you can set to different like measurements which is really can be very useful if you want something specifically you know like one inch by one inch grids or whatever um, isometric, which I want to talk about in just a moment, but, uh, and then symmetry also very useful. If you want to draw something symmetrically, it can be very useful perspective. So perspective grid. So how you set it up, right? You, you know, you tap a vanishing point. So I hit one and then it sets up that horizontal eye level. Just sort of talking about and what's nice is you can, you could put one, uh, you can put one like, like outside of your composition too.
1: so and you know uh let's see i can
0: move it yeah roughly something like that and then i can also put one a third one like i was just just sort of demonstrating there
1: right so uh
0: i get rid of these for a second and i turn on the put on a different layer i turn make sure to turn on your drawing guide, (laughs) then you can, you should be able to draw your three point box. And it should be very convincing, much more, you know, much tighter and more convincing. But that was like, you know, so it's like you set it up, you know, especially if you, you know, like you kind of have that idea of like what's going on. Then you can get, jump in here and use this. And then if you want to draw inside of it, you know, you turn off the drawing grid (laughs) because otherwise it's going to keep forcing you. It will force your, you know, everything to go to those vanishing points. But yeah, then you can, you know, you can do your, draw your sketch. Put your head study in there. Whatever, whatever it looks like. So hard to so hard to, to make up the head. You know? I think he looks pretty um, handsome.
4: Thank you. Mm. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right. So it's a it's a starting it's a starting point. But anyway, yeah, I hope that was uh, I hope that was useful.
1: Quite the difference I,
0: thank you. Yeah, I think that the difference, um, let me turn this off for a moment if you were going to do isometric all that all that means is that uh you know that your edges are parallel right so if you have uh right so if you have these uh, right parallel parallel hopefully parallel uh, still you get the idea right everything yeah, they're parallel is parallel yeah, parallelish. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's parallelish, right? Yeah, well, if, well, everything, well, if everything stays in parallel, then again, you get <laughs> then again, you get this uh, this idea of you know perspective happening, and you don't have to go through all of the you know um, uh, eye levels and all that stuff. A lot of like uh, you know technical things are rendered in isometric perspective uh, and then like you know like video games uh especially old older ones they really use use this like system if you like
4: i know uh, i use this all the time for uh, designing rooms
0: so you start like this and then you can then you can kind of create it and you can make it more
4: yeah because or something if I want to move something around, it's much easier than putting it in like one or two point perspective because I can just kind of move the piece around and the perspective doesn't change. So it just kind of makes it easier to, it's like working in 3D and 2D.
0: <laughs> it is weird. It's sort of like, you know, when when everything, when like, everything's super perfect like this, everything is actually parallel. It's like, you know, and you see all these, uh, you know, this sort of long, it's it really starts to you know it it messes with you a little bit you know what I mean it's like uh, you know because you keep expecting the you know you keep expecting this angle to happen you know it's just because it's sort of you expect it because it's like it's closer to how we experience the world it's closer it's not true right this is all drawing drawing is you know it's illusory right not Mm -hmm. true it's it is uh you know it's the it's an illusion but um uh but we but we our eyes are spherical right and you know and the lenses are curved and stuff and so everything is being bent and you know it's all light coming in and and then of course it's all being like stitched together in your imagination so it's mediated anyway reality is totally me (laughs) you're never directly experiencing it and so but (laughs) I don't know um so right so hopefully you've been sketching these boxes and sort of thinking about you know thinking about boxes um and then you know we'll we'll touch on we'll touch on Bridgman there's a couple of things I wanted to talk about with this particular chapter that I you know I think are there's some important things to important things to notice or to note but um but yeah let's uh let me, I will stop the share and we're back. Cool. Um, so, I was also uh, kind of to get us, you know, still in the mood, right? Um, and to keep, continue the warm up, um, I figured that we would do some gesture sketches too. Um, and so, I'm gonna share the let me see if I got it. we've got our pose maniacs,
1: which I enjoy so much um so let's hear it yeah cool awesome
0: all right, so um. This is kind of nice because I can kinda you know we just put it on a timer and it goes and um and uh we'll all we'll all be drawing them. So let's see, I'll get a couple extra layers here. Alright. And then again, I've been I've been sort of going on and on about perspective. Not my it was not my that was not my uh, intent today, but I, I really wanted to hear, we were talking about everybody's stories, um, everybody's stories about their, their, their art journey.
2: Their art and journey.
0: So, yeah, your art journey. How did you get into it, right? What was, what was going on? Yeah,
3: I don't think we heard yours, Amber.
2: Yeah. Um, I was in first grade and I did this painting of a jungle. I mean, it was a first graders painting of a jungle. But my art teacher was really impressed with it. And I went, oh. I like this feeling. (laughs) I didn't know art was a thing that other people couldn't do. (laughs) And I remember in first grade having that thought. So I just kept on going with the art, but Art was second. From the time I was three until I was 18, I trained to be a Broadway dancer. Oh. oh. wow. And then I destroyed my ACL in a dirt bike accident. So my second, I tried to get an apprenticeship because I was like, all right, I'm doing art. Originally, I was going to be going to the Maryland Institute of Art for major in dance and minor in fine art. But that plan got derailed by killing my knee. Wow.
1: Mm.
2: And then I had a baby. So my mother was like, you are not going to be a tattoo artist. You are going to get a real job and support your child. Mm. And I kind of had to agree with that. Mm -hmm. So I worked in special services with special needs kids and juvenile delinquents for 20 years. And then I got another apprenticeship. I was like, I'm doing it now. I'm it's amber time. It's time to be a tattoo artist. But I remember in that moment in first grade going, "Oh, I'm good at this." Nice. And then I've spent every moment since doubting my talent.
1: Oh. oh, good. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but I remember all that of it, all how feeling.
3: I think talent's a myth. It's all about the work, mm-hmm. the work you put into it. There's, there's some talent there, but it's a simple fact that you just keep working at it every day. But yeah. I definitely understand what you're saying. I definitely you know identify what you're saying.
2: It goes back to that, um, you know, choosing to think positive instead of negative.
3: Yeah, yeah, that's
2: right. I'm constantly telling my imposter syndrome to shut the hell up.
3: <laughs> right, exactly. I've been doing a lot of that lately, too, just telling myself, I'm a great artist, I'm a great artist, I'm a great artist. I'm, I'm, I know what I'm doing. This is great. This is awesome. That's been <laughs> helping a lot, too.
2: Goes towards manifesting a positive future.
3: It does. Yeah. Amen. Thanks for sharing that.
2: No problem. Thank you for listening. Totally. How
3: about you, Jesse?
7: You talking to me? Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. Um, I'm part as long as I can remember. I don't I don't ever remember not not drawing as soon as I could make a mark on something I was I was doing it mm. and I got out of school and um, had a couple of jobs that I say a couple I mean probably a lot of jobs that I just walk out on and uh, factory work and things like that and I couldn't imagine living my life like that and uh, I started mm. t- when I was 19 my parents got um kind of tired of me not you know holding a job and uh they told me i could do they would support anything i wanted to do as long as i did it and um i tried to get an apprenticeship in a local shop and it didn't work out and i ended up going to a tattoo school in upstate new york uh in december 2006 and uh that's kind of how i have a guy going with that cool yeah, uh, that was, I'd
0: like to, how was that experience going to tattoo school? I've, um, never talked school. to anybody. Yeah. I've never talked to anybody that's done that.
7: So when I went, they told me not to, um, let anyone know that that's where I learned because it was looked down upon and, you know, no one would take me seriously and that sort of thing. Uh, I was only there for two weeks. Uh, it, it was about 10 hours a day. Uh, day one was, um, mostly bloodborne borne pathogens, um, cross-contamination, that sort of thing. Uh, day two was um, equipment and going over needle groupings and um, that sort of a thing. We did an autoclave class, and then I tattooed basically 10 hours a day for the rest of the two weeks. Nice. So it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. I don't. I don't think I learned enough to, um, you know, actually be good. But I did learn a lot about um, safety, and I think that's really number one. You know, so I agree. I mean, you can I take would the like bloodborne
2: pathogens class online on its own.
7: Right. Right. You can do all kinds of things online, but yeah. I think uh I think in person uh, I think after you do it for so long, you know that's acceptable, but I think at first, you should definitely be taught by someone that is what they do you know
2: oh yeah i I was lucky working with special needs kids. I had to be trained in first aid c p r and bloodborne pathogens for the twenty years I worked there. Mm. so now just taking that test every year is it's second nature.
7: Right.
0: That's um. Well, yeah, no, I think that's interesting. That was uh, that so was a you know, so kind of a course, some coursework that you were able to do, Stephen. And I think that like it, that's good. I mean, and those are the important sort of uh, I think topics to um, to cover. <laughs> why yeah, is definitely. so i mean but i i get i get it you know I, I i do i've heard that before you know what i mean but it's like what is the hang up in the industry with a formalized education i i know that like the, there's a tradition of master handing down to apprentice um you know and that's sort of a thought but like yeah i guess um, i you know i was, can
3: speak to that um yeah let's it's, it's mainly just, uh, you know, it's mainly just competition, um, you know, just a simple fact that like, because they're, you know, they're, they're gatekeepers in tattooing, you know, they're gatekeepers. Yeah. And um, so it's like they, people want to just, you know, hoard all the information and, you know, that's all it is. That's all it's ever really done. Um, you know, it's just, I guess it's just the idea that anybody could go to tattoo school and anybody can learn how to, you know, do tattooing, which, I mean, Clearly, that's not true. You know what I mean, right? Yeah. Um, and if it's almost, it's almost the opposite. Like just like what Jesse explained, like that sounds pretty. Like I wish I'd gone through needle groupings, and you know, all of these things were my first apprenticeship. I had to do all of that on my second apprenticeship. You know, um, so not everybody is um, willing to teach you that kind of stuff, and or you, you know, apprenticeship could be crazy you know what I mean like it could be just yeah you know here oh, go. Yeah.
2: all I did was make needles and clean
3: yeah I mean it could you know they don't necessarily have to teach you all of these things but if you're going to school um you know it's it's you're gonna learn these things and I think that just the gatekeepers have always frowned upon it because it's just the idea that anybody could do it
0: Yeah, no, I think that's, uh, that makes a lot of sense as far as the, you know, the, the why, you know what I mean? But it's sort of like, but still, you know, it's, I think there's uh well, it's like this, reinventing. Uh, this is exactly. essentially a tattooing school. I mean, there's a, uh, you have to, you know, you really have to get involved in it and get deeper into it before you start getting, you know, tattooing knowledge it's very art it's very art centric i think you know um so that's that's a that's a big part that i appreciate appreciate about it um Um, but uh but yeah that's that's what this is and it's not you know it's not an institution that can grant you you know some sort of you know diploma from higher learning or something like that it's but I think the proof would be in your, you know, in the in the pudding, so to speak, right? If, you know, if you actually go through the the reinvention curriculum, curriculum and really though, do it, yeah. yes, yeah. If you really do it again, and like talking about investment, you invest in it. You're gonna, you're going to, you know, have a lot of skills that are that would be very uh, applicable to this practice of doing tattooing and stuff, you know, or I mean, just frankly making art in general, being, you know, being an artist who can be a professional do commissions and stuff so
3: that's what um, i would like to do
0: too i
3: would definitely like to get more into the art you know what i mean just yeah that would be great that sounds cool and just like you you, man i I was one of the kind of yeah me too
2: if i don't make art my um,
3: (laughs) (laughs) my brain that's right that's right
1: What were you gonna say, Spirit?
3: Oh, I was just gonna say, um, just like you, I, I, I always kind of wanted to get into car- cartooning. Like, um, I always wanted to do like, uh, me personally, I, was, I always wanted to do like political cartoons. Oh, nice. Or, awesome. Yeah, or at least social commentary cartoons, you know.
2: Kind of like Doonesbury. I have, I'm not familiar. Um, I'm kind of dating myself. Then mentioning it, mm, it's a that's okay. comic strip that is always in the Sunday papers, at least oh, okay. here on the East Coast, because I think it's out in New York. But it's mm. very much political commentary and social commentary and things like that,
3: but in a mm-hmm. very
2: satirical way.
3: Oh, cool, cool. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, I uh, yeah, I I'm familiar with the I think is it the one with the, is it the one about the army or no?
2: Um, no, it's okay. the one. It's
0: like <laughs> I guess I don't know.
2: <laughs> I think it's I two guys with um two guys in that work at a either a magazine or a newspaper. Mm-hmm. Like it's two journalists.
0: Yeah, these are fast. These gestures are
2: so. Yes, quick. I know.
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: my my it's... hand just doesn't want to do the thing today.
0: <laughs> well, just think shapes, right? I think that's the you know, it's like that's the the ones that no, I'm really I'm getting the most out of uh, is like just going for shape, you know, just no details, just sort of be... capture those shapes.
2: I probably shouldn't have said my hand doesn't want to do the thing in front of my daughter (laughs) because I'm tattooing her today.
4: (laughs) A victim.
2: She's tired of watching me tattoo all my clients and her not getting any ink. I know it's been seven years. You can stop saying it's been seven years. No, my skin.
0: Well, we've heard from uh, we've heard from just about everybody, but uh, but Harriet, <laughs> I want to hear. Uh, we'd like to hear about your story a little bit. You know, I, I know um, you like to call yourself a non artist or whatever, but I don't think that. I I don't I don't think that. I'm thinking <laughs> thinking right, <laughs> because uh, you know I'm because Harriet's my mother, and uh, you know I grew up uh, like looking at looking at your wood burnings, right? So you used to be you know you used to do a lot of uh wood burning and um so chirographic that's the word for it and uh and i really sort of you know i've come to associate that with like a big influence on how i started doing tattoos you know because it was sort of there, there's such a I, I find this link but but yeah i'd love to love to hear hear you talk about those experiences a little bit if you could. Can you hear me? I don't know if yes. I'm Okay. Yeah, you're good.
5: I just. Yeah, I'm not going to try. It was just something. It's it's funny. I, I was given a wood burning set for Christmas one year, but um, I didn't get to keep it because we had to go to a relative's house and I had to give one of my presents to the older cousin. So in the back of my mind, I thought, oh, if I only had a wood burning set, I could probably do something really cool with it. So it was what, uh, I was in my late thirties, early forties maybe when I started that and just found a book that I could trace things. I never thought of myself as really doing art. I'm a tracer. And um, so I even, you know, did a few on plane pieces of wood to take up to art shows and a couple people bought them, surprised me. But uh, it was a way to just individualize our own chairs, rocking chairs, kitchen chairs, things like that. But you were the inspiration to me when you were were six or seven years old. and, And what you started drawing was like incredible to me and just I love supporting you and watching what you came up with your um, cartoons, the Shankly, and when you won that uh, one political cartoon thing, and um, just watching your, your journey. And now I feel like I'm in a place that I can start learning how to actually do drawings correctly and be happy about what it looks like. And yeah, I'd- to show you what I took out of the Bridgman book. Um, and there's a process, I think. You guys all know this already. You probably all found your process, how to do it, but I'm just trying to know. I'm trying to no. learn. I'm, trying I'm to
2: still to trying it. to find my process.
5: Well, uh, yeah, I I'm with you, Harriet. Graphing paper is what I did this week. Use graphing paper to try to. Get the right proportions and and things. Oh, how far should the eyes be from the nose, from the lips and the chin, and how far apart are the eyes? And where's the hairline? Just those little basic kind of things. Um, so I'm really on the journey now to learn, um, but I've always been a proponent of lifelong learning. I figured that I would do a lot of my learning when I retired and got older. So that's what I'm working on.
4: Nice, beautiful. Yeah,
0: thank you for that. I mean, that's uh, um, well, I like. I think I just want to say, you know, um, that you're. We're all learning how to draw with more confidence. I think that's the thing. You know, there is. There's going to be. You know. The. The correctness of it is going to. You know come from you know how we just the the continuation of like you know of working at it right you you know you're gonna again it's probably the same thing as probably the same thing as perfection right it can't be you know it can't be totalized or it can't be you know something that we can actually have but you know but again there's like a goal you know there's this you know uh, it helps you keep desiring right like, uh, I heard this thing, you know, you want to, you don't want to climb a mountain to get to the top of it. You want to climb a mountain so you can find another one to climb. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, so true. it's, uh, it it does sort of like, you know, you're kind of always perpetually kind of like uh, delaying gratification that way. But there's something that, you know, that may be kind of healthy about that, you know. So um well, I um, I just enjoyed hearing everybody's stories so much, and 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 I've got my drawing practice in. You know what I mean? It was uh, um, so, you know, multitasking defined here. Um, who? Uh, does anybody want to show their gestures? I I I know I want to show a couple. No, show no show no off no. your gestures if you if you want to. I'd love love to. Deal.
2: Not this week. <laughs> <laughs> I can. <laughs>
0: Let's see what. Uh, so, Spirit, I can see yours. Let me, I'm gonna, I'm gonna spotlight you so we can check them out.
1: Nice. Yeah. Mm. Nice.
0: Yeah. This was hard. No, this was,
3: this is very, this is a very, have a good day, to... creature. Oh, that yeah. You down. Creature? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, okay. Bye. Yeah. This was not a, this is not an easy one.
4: That laying down one was a was a trip,
3: yeah it oh. was it was
4: mm-hmm.
3: um because uh that one, just like uh James would always say he's like, even if <laughs> it goes off the page, it's okay, mm. you know so I just kind like, right,
0: well, of it's too it's like yeah. it's the same idea we were, we were just sort going over perspective, and so we had in that one it was like the the hand and the head were so much closer than the, you know, the feet were so far away. So mm-hmm. it was, you know, there was really this sort of this push right for distance that I thought was, um, you know, it's beautiful, but at the same time, it's kind of, a, uh, um, uh, it, that's what, that's what really adds to the challenge to it as well. So yeah, ah, yeah. Stephen, yeah. let's check out yours. I want to put you, put you up.
1: Oh, oh, what happened? Oh, there it is. Okay, sat. Yeah, can see it. Nice. Yeah,
7: mm-hmm.
1: that one's great.
7: Like, yeah, laying down was hard. Mm-hmm. You can see like how it got loosened up a little bit as it went, you know?
0: Yeah, I like Six. the lines that, that you were able to sort of find, all the, you know, those angles that sort of relate to you know like sort of the body moving through space it's very nice thank you you know it's it's um here's one thing that i you know i think that i would just mention it and so this is not a this isn't a criticism it's just a mention like i like to draw a lot bigger you know when i'm drawing the gestures so i can really move around you know move from the wrist and so I know if you're drawing on paper and stuff, God, you go through so much paper, uh, you know? So in in school, we always do, you know, uh, if we we're like, you know, if ever we teaching like gesture drawing in school, it's like, all right, we have this really very, it's really cheap paper it's called newsprint. It's the same paper yeah. that newspapers are printed on. It's usually it's newsprint's kind of funny because it's like, it's such a, it's such a low quality paper It has a lot of acid in it. So it actually turns yellow real quick. It's, you know, it disintegrates and stuff. Really fine drawing paper has been de-acidified. It's like, you know, so if you have a nice sketchbook it's probably got nice drawing paper in it. It's been de-acidified. So it's gonna last for a lot longer. The pages will stay like, you know whatever color they were when you got them whether white or gray or whatever, you know whatever the paper looks like It's, it's archival. It sort of, it it will last for a lot longer, but anyway, with the, you know, with the drawing a gesture on newsprint and really big, if you, you know, so if you can, if you can get out and get some real cheap paper, right, maybe it's just sort of Brown wrapping paper is fine too. You know what I mean? But just so you can get the big sweep on my iPad, I can just sort of have the whole iPad to, you know, the whole iPad space to itself and I can, you know, draw, I, I just draw one per layer or whatever, you know what I mean? And it's like, it makes it hard to show them. But um, again, it's just a note, something to, something to keep in mind, drawing them really small. I don't want to downplay that. I don't want to say that's wrong or bad. I think that, I think is, uh, it'd be very valuable to do, but every once in a while, you may want to try to go a little bigger and you really let your arm, you know, from the shoulder, right. Do, yeah. do a lot of that. I, we, I find, you know, when I'm doing tattoo tattooing and stuff like that, I'm like, I'm like, oh, I'm all tight like this, you know. <laughs> it's it's all in the wrist and stuff. But, you know, it really gets. It's like, you have to do what you have to do. Really, you yeah. really have to, you know, you got to do, you got to do it the way you have to do it. But you know, sometimes I think withdrawing, if you could practice it, if you can put it into your regimen, right, where you can really sort of open up and really start to, you know, move around a little bit. It may, it may start to lead itself into your tattooing as well. You know, if you have to pull a huge line or something like that, you know, it might be there for you, right? That sort of that that training that you're giving to yourself, and then also there can be something I think really enjoyable about, you know, giving yourself some space to move around. So, um, so yeah, I hope that's I hope that makes sense, and, and it's not it's not a criticism. It's just a thought about like you know the ways the ways we can approach it you know what I mean just a just a just a way to way to think about it so um but yeah look who's got more who's who's got more drawings I want to see them
4: uh I've got some let's check it out I made them bigger I just shrunk them down Uh uh-oh let's
0: see oh ah you you can share if you if you want to
4: I'll see if this works first Uh uh-oh that's worse oh no (laughs)
0: If you turn it, if you actually, if you turn down the brightness on your screen, (coughs) sometimes that can help.
8: Ah,
1: there we
0: go. go. Oh, no. window glare? It was like, almost see it. (laughs) Once again, without Uh, it, it's worse.
1: I'll try to share my ah. screen. Okay, give that a shot.
0: I've had just so much like such a huge learning curve, like trying to utilize these digital you know platforms. it really has been uh, I mean it's like it's it's infuriating, but then you start you get to configure out a little bit and then it becomes i don't know it becomes so cool to be able to yeah, share with everybody out, you know
2: great. It's yeah. just the frustration of figuring them out. Yeah.
0: These are um, just interesting times that we're living in. You know what I mean? It's like, well, at least such it's, a, a, it's such a, just a science me. fiction dream. Here's my know. aliens. Ah, hold on. Let me. look <laughs> like here. aliens. Always. Give me a second. Let's. am uh, gonna. I'll spotlight you real quick so we can right. see.
1: Uh, yeah.
0: Cool. Yeah. Look,
5: see if you can see. Look, they look. My guys always look like aliens. You guys look like real people, but I don't yet.
0: Yeah, I love them. That one. Yeah,
1: awesome. Very nice. Yeah. All right. So,
0: so the um, if you're on. You should be able to, if you share, if you go share screen and then it's like Apple or is it iPhone or via airplane, iPad. and then you mirror, yeah, you can mirror it. Um, oh. Uh, Give me is
1: second. it happening? Yes. Okay. Awesome. Yes. Okay. Cool. There we go. Sweet. Nice. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, mm
0: hmm.
1: Haven't done gestures in a
0: while. No, there's some that are. Yeah, I think there's some that are very confident and have, um, you know, just a sort of a real kind of energy. That's really all we're doing here, right? We're just trying to kind of capture this gesture, the the energy. Um, And so uh, and then too, you know, I mean, I guess I haven't really shown any. I haven't, I've probably been, you know, deficient myself. But like, you know, I, I will. I also really like to look at the gesture drawings of, of other artists and stuff. And so I think, um, uh, you know, certainly seek seek some of that out. See what they look like. You know what I mean? And maybe I can maybe I can sort of scrounge some up and check them out. But I. Yeah, I think like sort of seeing what they look like and you know um, what the way others do it, I guess, you know what I mean? Can be, can be really kind of uh, you know, interesting. And so um, thank you, Elise, for sharing. It was Very cool. Very cool. I will, uh, I'll show a couple
1: of mine and then it's time to talk about some, All
0: right, almost, I almost got it. Uh, come on, <laughs> it's right here, there it is. Jeez.
2: It's going.
0: Okay, okay, so So there's one, the standing up one. Um. Yeah, so, quick kinetic movements was what I was going to go for. That back is for, really yeah. dope. Thank yeah. You. Thank you. Um, and then, he, you know, I, I was kind of like, I kind of like liked the hand that was extended as well. Just the sort of, you know, like there's an arrangement hand and then, uh, and then forearm and then the, you know, the upper arm and stuff. Um, let me see if I, I don't know if there's any other ones that are, ugh, look at that leg, way <laughs> too short. Little <laughs> <Well, maybe> baby like <laughs> that will not support this figure. Well, not worth nice. the weight of this figure. Thank you. Um, yeah, you know, I mean, a couple of, I think probably, you know, something that I'm, I'm still working on it, and it's still something that I yeah, I'm always working on it. Um, confidence, and probably sort of, you know, right, you know, you get, once you really kind of get like, into the, uh, again, with the short legs, again, with the short legs, I think once you really can get into the, you know, like the, the timing of it, the strategy I'm Too narrow, I think at the hips, um, then you can go back and add like a bit of a contour, you know, that might help. And, and I, you know, I need to do, I need to do more of that. There's my laying down one. Struggled but, uh, with it too. Yeah. Did struggle with it as well. Nice,
4: uh, you get there, thank you. To go get
0: back. Let's see here. I think that's uh, that one and pirouette. Yeah, I think that was just that's just about all of them. So um, yeah, very fun. Yeah, that's I I enjoy these and I think they're you know I think that they're useful for getting warmed up maybe if you find the right amount of time that you need, like, if, like, you know, if you are more comfortable at two minutes or if you're more comfortable at five minutes or something like that, you know, you're, you're gonna like five minutes. is not a very long time to draw a whole figure, but I think if, you know, if that's, uh, that's something that you start to, to get really comfortable with and they start becoming very beautiful, you know, you can, you can sketch these in paint, right. They could be, you know, they could be oil paintings or they could be, uh, you know, watercolors, um, you know, you could use the side of a pastel or something or a piece of chalk or whatever, and draw like really large, you know, sorts of marks that, you know, start to make up these shapes. Um, Mm
3: -hmm. one of the first pieces I found was a, was a human figure.
0: Yeah. That's amazing. That's amazing. You were, um, spirit, you were talking about like, you want to, you, you wanted to talk about an artist. Did you want to talk about an artist today? Oh, um,
1: so I, uh,
3: I, so I I do have writings that I've done on uh, some of my favorite, one of my favorite, a few of my favorite artists. Um, um, uh, I'm still researching Caravaggio. Like, I mean, there's so much. It's like, what, what do you want to know? You know what I mean? Like, um, so I'm still, I'm still kind of trying to figure out the angle that I'm going to take with him. Um, but let me see if I can get enough. Computer, chat amongst yourselves, yeah.
4: I know I oh, had some a... artists. Oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Oh. oh, you, you. I had some artists that I wanted to share that uh, I was inspired to share after last week, talking about like the sacred geometry and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. If we have like a couple minutes, Please yeah, do. go ahead. Okay, I have to share my screen. So that'll take five hours.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no no now you've got it. Now you know the I you know the drill. Okay. All right, are
4: you seeing my screen? Yes. Okay, so last week we were talking about like the sacred geometry and stuff which reminded me I collect tarot decks and uh, mm. I, I love like the artwork but ones uh, because uh-oh. Can you hear me? No?
1: Yes. I can mm-hmm. hear okay. you.
4: Okay. For some reason, I'm getting like a, a Zoom, but um, her name is Mary White. Oh my goodness. Her name is Mary White and-,
1: and- Uh-oh. Uh-oh.
0: Yeah. Sometimes with- uh, um... Sometimes with PowerPoint presentations and stuff, I'm like I don't know if that was Google, I don't know if that was like the Google PowerPoint or something like that. It can be like yeah,
4: Google Slides.
0: Yeah, it can it can glitch. Okay. The way that so the way that I the way that I go like uh, and run around it is um, I just sort of I export it as a PDF. I make I can okay. make a you know I can make a presentation deck on something, and then I'll <laughs> export it as a PDF, and then yeah, you know, it sh- like it it shares that a lot lot more uh um easily so if you have acrobat you can you know you can yeah. share it and stuff that way um uh or just the images and stuff like that but i would really like to really like to know more so if you yeah you know,
2: i'm downloading it now
0: okay, yeah cool.
2: I, as soon as you said it's about tarot decks I'm like, mm. <laughs> i collect tarot decks and i've been i've been in the process for years but I'm creating my own tarot deck. Oh, awesome. Okay. Let's try this again. Yeah, that might be
4: done by the time I'm 50. (laughs) Well, this lady, it took her about 10 years to complete this project. Yes. Okay. So her name is Mary White and uh, she is an oil painter. And uh, what reminded me of this last week um was that she uses like in her book she calls it the phoenix egg or metatron's cube uh and the tree of life and uh just a lot of really geometric symbolism for uh oops for things like she describes it as like someone handing you your soul or handing you um they call it where it's like the two halves of your soul that they say that uh, are put together when you use uh, this symbol or Mm -hmm. even the, the tree of life, it's kind of the coming together of like a journey. So at the end of a journey, you're given this tree of life, which is like knowledge uh, and all of that. And I just wanted to also, since it's a tattoo show, she has some pretty sick illustrations Mm -hmm. of, uh, these that are wow. like this one is like goals oh my god <laughs> mm-hmm. okay. but um and then also because we're doing portraits today i put some of her portraits in here as well just because i think uh she does some really interesting this one's you can't see the portrait when you first look at it but like the eyes here nose the mouth down here
1: yeah and, um
4: Ooh. yeah i love so, that I, i think this is supposed to be a representation of odin uh odin's represented by ravens so this is like odin's ravens uh
2: yeah i can see that totally and mm, then these two good. these are
4: just two of my favorite ones i this is like my favorite uh, depiction of the lover's beautiful. card Beautiful. yeah i know i love i love this card um and then the second artist i wanted to mention his name is peter Morbacher and you definitely check him out because he has online uh speed paints of his digital drawings and they are absolutely insane to watch and this is just once again him talking about like the tree of life and stuff in his book and uh he uses it for the backing so he uses both metatron's cube and the tree of life on the backing of his card mm.
2: um and then Funny, the I of- a metatron's cube tattoo uh, awesome
4: yeah so he also uh depicts these like really trippy figures to represent each of the points of uh the tree of life and i just think that they're like amazing i love them i Beautiful. think he's ch- yeah he's changed a lot of them now he has a couple of different tarot decks and or- oracle decks out but um I just thought that you would find them interesting uh after we talked so long about them last week.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. It's so cool to see an artist who like you know That's their cool. their work is like, you know, it's uh it's like it's better than AI. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> it's like it just it has that AI vibe but it's also it's like, you know, um it's it's just so it's it's so rich. You know what I mean? There's so much so much reference to historical painting and art but then like sort of realized through a digital these digital means and stuff you know i think it's uh i, I think it's amazing thank you so much mm-hmm. those were so uh, cool yeah thank you for sharing
1: spirit you're up yo
3: all right sweet uh, let me do one more thing
1: thank you Elise.
4: Elevator
6: music <laughs> All
3: right, so I'd like to share my screen.
1: Um
4: It's a process.
1: Yeah, yeah. All right. So, let's go here. Open calendar, open Google calendar, Uh, here I come. you uh, got sweet. you on. Oh, okay, so uh
2: oh oh, oh oh that's trippy.
0: Wow, <laughs> you, I think you fixed it. No you fixed <gasps> it. It's it's so weird with two devices. I'm you know like I've got an old phone that I can, you know, I can do. I used to, you know, I can show it as a camera. That might be another way to go. I know Amber, you were talking about, you know, having a yeah, you know, being able just... to watch yourself, you know, like film yourself while you're working. Working, and so if you have like an old, get like, an I old do. device, maybe that can work. You know, if it can get on the Wi-Fi. Uh, you can go to the reinventing yeah, and find sure. the link. Um... If it's your iPad, so if you do, if you. But your iPad you can do yes uh, share I need screen to
2: find amount for the ad
1: oh yeah that's right I've done this before <laughs> <laughs> oh right, right. we got it, <laughs> there it is. All nice. Right, so this is a piece called uh
3: blues by Archibald Bach. And I'm just gonna read what uh what I have here.
2: I've seen this piece before. I love it.
3: Awesome, awesome. He painted it in 1929. Um so this is uh this is an email that I write to my uh my my clients. And uh, I'm just gonna be is there an echo?
4: A
0: little bit a little bit of an echo.
3: Okay um i'm not sure how to fix that
0: it's like if you're when when you when you join with your second device if you don't join the audio with that device if it gives you the option not to join audio that's how i that's how i'm able to get over it like um because okay. you can't like
1: uh oh you are muted
4: yeah, yeah it's, it's not the mute, mute
0: thing mm-hmm. It's not a mute thing. It's like when you come into the it's room, connected. you have to, yeah. There okay. you go. There we go. All right, I sweet. don't really hear it. I don't really hear any echo anymore. So I think you No. You, you yeah, did. I fixed, I
3: fixed it. it. All right, cool, cool, cool. All right, so I'm just going to read it as I wrote it. All right. So I really enjoy looking, I really enjoy looking deeper into pieces of art so that I can find the hidden treasures buried in them by the artist. Looking at this piece, we see how the band plays, creating the rhythm that sways hips and paints smiles. These muses wipe away the problems and troubles of the day, while these fine people dance their hearts out and move to the rhythm of the blues. But let's get on the dance floor and take a closer look. The gentleman in the center of the piece provides an anchor because he is a massive figure on which the woman in the center can hold on to. His size size provides an anchor or a rest area so that your eye can use it to take its time to dance around the piece and gaze upon the scene. In a very real way, you and the woman in the center become one. You're drawn in the painting by her smile. Notice how detailed it is. You can almost see the glint in her eyes as they dart around the scene, just like yours are. Therefore, being drawn into the piece, you are no longer a wallflower, just watching everybody else. You are also dancing and shaking a tail feather. The hidden treasure here for me is that the artist wanted to teleport me into an experience he had on a fun night out sometime in 1929 in Paris, France. Thank you for joining. That's that's it. Awesome. Beautiful.
2: Oh, yeah. so you're good with words too.
3: Oh well, thank you. I appreciate it. Um, so yeah, those are uh, those are series of. Um, uh, I write emails to my clients, and sometimes I, I like to the center them on art. And uh, um, yeah, when I when I first discovered a lot of like um, black artists in the early 1900s, I was just blown away with the the amount of talent that was there, and just kind of how much was. Um, just kind of kept from the eye of the public and so i started just writing all about the artist that i found and he was one of my favorites i was just really drawn to it just kind of you know i wanted to point out what was going on see if other people saw it But the, so thanks for listening guys I appreciate it
2: <laughs> that was beautiful i enjoyed it i agree
0: mm-hmm. it was it was great and i love the analysis too like you said it's um we aren't just observing, right? We become, we participate. Like in, in a painting like that, you kind of, you know, you, you become a participant inside of it. So, um,
5: what's so great I love about that. this class? We're we fairly diverse and we each have points of view and we have different backgrounds that we can look into each other's um, likes and dislikes. And um, it's just, I'm learning so much. I'm seeing artists I've never. Seen or heard before, even types of art. I didn't know anything about tarot decks or <laughs> Archibald Motley, and this is a real strength. Besides learning how to draw, <laughs> All right. background. It, wow, this is a
0: fantastic class. Oh, it is well, a very you.
2: well-rounded art class.
0: Yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah. Well, it's because of the it's because of the contributions. You know what I mean? Everybody is like putting into it. You know what I mean? It's like. I mean, uh, it's like there's only there's only I can only draw so many ellipses. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the synergy of us, but, right? No, that's it. I mean, that's the thing. It's like uh, you know, and I think keeping the conversation going. I don't know. I, that's the thing. I feel like I just enjoy all of your company, and that's and that's what I'm looking forward to. That's how I'm doing it. I don't know if I don't know if anybody watches this show. I don't know if they ever will. But at the same time, what's what's important is like kind of like right now. You know what I mean? It's like being in this moment and being able to sort of do these things. Oh, we've got a special guest. Hey, it's Gabe. Uh, it's Gabe, everyone. Oh, hey, Gabe, hey. how you doing? Hello. Are we
2: being bad and going over? Maybe. No, we're
0: fine he- what, he's gonna okay, he can't good. kick us off just yet. <laughs> anyway, well he's so well he's he's on mute right now, so he's just sort of Hi, just hanging out in the hanging Hello. out in the background. Back, hey Gabe. Yeah. Gabe. Right? To... Yeah, we're being good. It's okay. Yeah, right? Yeah, everybody so everybody act like normal. No, I've been <laughs> uh, I've been working with Gabe uh at, at Tattoo Now and he's he's got so here's a little plug, right? It's like he's um he's developed this customer relations management software that's you know it's best in class it's like it's amazing it's it's really pretty it's pretty user friendly there's you know it's i i think there's some there's some again we're talking about technology and like you know the learning curve and stuff there's some learning that i'm still doing so that i can get up to speed with it but so you know i don't like the poor the poor craftsman blames their tools. You know what I'm saying? So it's not. It's like I'm learning how to use it, and the more that I do, um, again, I think it's sort of like it's creating a better culture around. You know, with with in relation between me and my clients. So um, I'm able to communicate more effectively. They can they can sense and know that I care about them. Sometimes it's like you know you get you get a bunch of people, and it's like it's hard to you know. It's hard to let them know how much you care, so having a little bit of a digital assistance, I think, has been has been great. Hey, there's Gabe. How you doing? You are. Yeah. Okay. I Don't see him.
2: I hear you. Are you still muted, Gabe?
9: Testing. Testing. Yes.
2: I'm here
9: now. Okay. Oof, I'm got. Uh, uh, oh. No, I was just uh enjoying the conversation before I appreciate the the plug James I'm uh it's not quite best in class yet I'm working feverishly to make it easier to use uh but um yeah no it's definitely fun to be uh, fine-tuning it and to be working with you know artists like yourself but uh no mostly I just wanted to tune in and say that this uh, I do uh, watch in the background often as I can and uh it is great to see this group kind of uh, grow and and uh, everybody's contributions. So just from the reinventing point of view, you know, thanks for for making it happen every Monday again. And um, yeah, like I said, I, I you know some of those artists that you were showing off earlier, are awesome. I hadn't heard seen them before. And uh, yeah, I know. And it was it's an awesome show. Thank you. Uh, I'm not getting off yet, but uh, we have uh, ten minutes ten minutes before we switch over to the Tattoo Weekly. Got it. Yeah. Well, well I... time
2: slides when you're having fun.
3: Right.
0: <laughs> well, we've got uh we've got somebody else that just joined us, Andrew uh swarbrick um it's uh it's great to have you if you want to if you want to say hi to everybody we'd love to hey there's andrew hey
6: hello <laughs> good day mate
0: <laughs>
4: um, uh
6: andrew
0: could you uh, unmute
9: yourself yeah so or you may have joined and clicked the sound
0: off uh yeah there we go hey i just recently met andrew via zoom um last week and uh andrew was showing off some of his paint andrew's a fantastic painter and tattooer you know like you know consummate tattooer as well so we you know it's honored honored to have you here at our at our show thank you Jeez.
8: <laughs> Cheers, <mate>. thank you
0: <laughs> yeah absolutely um so and gabe gabe actually did an interview with him i think uh are you doing Is that today as well in a, in a couple of minutes gabe you're going to be yeah you guys are going to interview again
9: Correct. Cool. So there's we did yeah. a, a, an hour. I, I was like dusting off some of my interview uh, dust. Uh, Andrew was uh, very awesome, though. He's, uh, in a, you know, his work speaks for itself. But uh, yeah, uh, we're hopping on to the uh, Tattoo Weekly uh, after this, and we'll interview him again. It's bright and early there for him, so uh, we appreciate uh, him getting up early. Although, I, he, if he gets up early anyways, then it's just like everything else.
2: <laughs> yeah, I caught but that. Those are
3: paintings that you did really on the background.
8: Oh uh, yeah, these are all mine. Oh uh, word, let uh, could,
9: could you uh pick up the camera and zoom in on some of them or
8: uh, uh yep. Oh crazy.
9: Uh James, do you know how
0: to pin Andrew?
8: On yes, zoom? yes. Thank you.
0: I I, I was just like staring at the at the painting. <laughs> <Like,
1: laughs> yeah. so. so some of the...
8: <laughs> whoa. Well, So these are all um, older ones. All the newer ones are um, in the UK at the moment. uh, Wow, check that
1: out. Uh, Oh, I love that. Okay. What? Mm.
2: (laughs) So vibrant.
1: Wow, thank you. (laughs) Oh, good. (laughs) question, you, man. You've
9: seen the garage, that's my domain, so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> see. Um,
1: cool. Yeah, where Thank are
3: you? you where are, you, uh, where are you,
1: awesome. you
3: in the world? Oh, I'm in New Zealand.
1: Mm-hmm.
8: Nice, what's happening in New Zealand? Um, it's currently 4.30. <laughs> oh, whoa. Good
2: morning. Thank you very much.
8: Yeah. For yeah. The Ooh, sleep. yeah. No worries. I usually get up at this time, but I'm usually on my own, so it's like, yeah, it's weird talking to people. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, that's cool. How long you been tattooing, man? Um, eighteen years now. Nice. Good. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. 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 Kind were of you an artist? Now, I guess.
3: <laughs> <laughs> were you like a? I mean, were you a? Um... Were you an artist before you started tattooing or was it, did um, you really, was tattooing really kind of help you become more of a better artist?
8: Yeah, yeah I was, I was painting, um, painting and drawing first, but um, I was working in a factory before I started tattooing. So tattooing was sort of really gave me the, um, I guess, the daily practice at professional level art. You know, you sort of have to, you have to push yourself. You can't just... Half finish something and chuck it in a drawer and forget about it for a year, like you can yeah, with, um, with other stuff, you know, with... yeah. Finishing finishing work is is a is a real um, I think mark of a professional. You know, like it's, you have to get it done. So um, that's what mm-hmm. really helped with the painting. You just have you have to finish, even though I still have like a million unfinished paintings in the shed. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> that's a fair Cool man, thanks for sharing. Yeah, uh, the it Spirit, was uh by the
0: way. Yeah. Now meet everybody. Andrew, it's really uh, you know, this is the this is the the gang, right? Everybody that comes. Amber, Spirit, Harriet, Elise, uh Stephen, uh and Gabe sometimes too. He's even here. Um so something that uh that Andrew was talking about uh last week um was that like you just even you know, even if it's for an hour, right? You you make yourself work on your work. You know, you make yourself work on a painting, um, even if it's just for an hour. You know, even if it's just for a short time, you you know, you've got so you're very accomplished. But it's it's a process, right? It's
8: something yeah. that takes yeah, even yeah. even ten minutes at a time. You you just it's it, it's a thing that I struggled with a few years ago. Um, just mad procrastination issues and it was always um it always seemed to be if I didn't have three hours or a day to work on a piece I just wouldn't do the work and then that mm. would add up so mm. um I started mm. doing just like look I'll just do 10 minutes and then go and you, you always do more than 10 minutes um but that adds up so it's sort of a choice between which one you want to start stacking on you know the the downtime or the or the uptime so you sort of Mm, of try to I try to choose choose that uptime you know even five minutes of uptime is you know over a year that shit's going to add up you know
0: yeah I like the way you put it you're like you know even if it's an hour a day right there's 365 days in a year right that's 365 hours you'll have, you know you'll spent painting or working on your towards the towards the you know the creation of this goal the realization of it and so um and yeah, so uh, uh, you know, not to, to give away the interview that's coming up, please check it out on Tattoo Now. You know, it's uh, uh, it's going to be it's going to be really cool. But uh, but you're you're showing at uh, at Sachi Gallery in, in London, is that right?
8: Yeah, that, that yep that that's already done. So um, uh, okay. we're looking for another. Um, um, we're trying to line up another exhibition over there at the moment. So yeah, but no, that was a really cool show good, good luck
0: yeah good luck with that and um, thank you so yeah it's inspirational to you know it again everybody kind of uh everybody in here is has been sharing their you know their sort of their art story today just <laughs> just sort of organically emerged um could you could you give us like 2 minutes about like you know maybe how like how did you like you know how did you? How did you find? You know, like what is, was it about art that like drew you to it? Like what? It, how did
8: um, you? Mine was mine was made but well, I'd say the majority of it was escapism. My um, you were in on the interview the other day, it was like I was, um, I had quite a lot of operations as a kid. Of, of, I on some disabilities and uh, spent a lot of time in hospital. So, mum used to bring me um, a lot of comic books, 2000 AD, which um, Judge Dredd, <laughs> um, Slain, stuff like that. Um, So I used to copy those but yeah you just I would always be drawing fantasy or um, sci-fi characters and it was just a way to sort of escape I guess Um, and um, yeah that's what started getting me into it and then mum and dad noticed that so they got me a book by um, Boris Vallejo Um, if you're into sort of uh, fantasy art and he was like the the um the big dude in the 80s and 90s I guess um, and then I found Frank Rosetta and um and some of the artists that did the80 and um, I just took off with them and um and started emulating those um and then away I went you know and it's all it's all self-taught the um the only um I did a i did a paid for a course um with uh jeff Gogway about Twelve mm. years ago now, I think. Did the did the three day painting workshop with him. Um yeah, if he ever does another one, big steal or borrow to get there, it's um change of life. Yeah. Uh, so that's sort that's, of um, how I developed this style, which is yeah, three colors and white. Just do everything with that. Wow.
0: Yeah. Beautiful. That was uh yeah, it's it's amazing. Um what are your so what are your what is your palette then?
8: If you could if you could wouldn't mind the um, bulging, it's um, yeah. So, alizarin crimson, I've switched that out for um, alizarin permanent because I through um, Google I found out alizarin crimson isn't light fast. Um, and uh, either Thylo or Prussian blue, they're both sort of you can use either of those and um, transparent orange, which is um, the only gambling brand paints they're based in um, Oregon. Um, they are they're the only brand that does a transparent yellow or orange. Every other brand seems to be opaque or semi-opaque, and it doesn't work if they're uh, if they're not transparent. And um, any white, I use flake flake white replacement or or something like that. Flake white is a
0: is a white that contains lead. Just for everybody mm. if you weren't familiar with it and you use a replacement version it's it doesn't have yeah um, yeah i don't want
8: i don't want the lead um I did, I did i did a little um like a like a uh, self-taught um online course um through schoolism and they used flake white so i've used it and um it's just really thick i don't think the color difference it's much you can um you can you can find a really really thick white it's like painting with um semi-cold butter i guess it just sort of really size painting yeah
0: awesome well um it's been so cool to to get a chance to talk to you and thank you for sharing your work and um you know i we're uh we're actually gonna like we're gonna talk a little bit about uh here we go we're gonna talk a little bit about um uh portraits head study just for a little bit um so if you you know feel free to hang out i know you probably got to go in a little bit but and that's for everybody right if you you know whenever you got to go you know uh we just i just appreciate you appreciate your time no, it's and so, awesome um, thank you yeah yeah of course thank yeah, thanks you thanks for really uh,
3: being a part of us yeah that was, it was thank really you. cool
0: very cool so all right so um so we've been talking about uh you know the head study and we you know we've been looking at this book by george bridgman and so I'm not sure if everybody's been reading it or not. Um, you know, there are some, there's some useful things in it. But on this, on this chapter on heads, uh, I really, you know, uh, there's some really kind of like offensive language and there's some, there was some, yeah, there there was there some is. language in it that was like, it's yeah, terrible. It's was... <laughs> kind of like uh, this sort of pseudo scientific, like assumption about, you know, uh, it, sort of this false narrative about evolution and races and stuff. It's almost offhanded. And, and it's very, you know, it, it's very assumptive. You know, it's like assuming a lot. And yeah. so I didn't want to hide from it. I'm like, this is in the, this is in our book. You know what I mean? That, And this is fairly like, you know, this is probably fairly held, you know, commonly held among, you know, like maybe not just white people. You know what I mean? It's it was maybe, uh, it may have been fairly commonly held by by many, but, but it's not true, you know, it's, uh, and it's, I think it's a point of contention that we can, you know, we can disagree about uh, with the author. Um, but there's so many other great things in it, so many other things that are accurate and are, are true. It's, it's been interesting, it's sort of like, uh, you know, this, this idea, of like throwing the, the baby out with the bathwater, we don't want mm-hmm. to throw the baby out with the bathwater. No, But we've got to remember that it's the baby that sullied the bathwater in the first place. <laughs> yes.
7: <laughs> it's
0: terrible. I think there's like, um, you know, so not to make light of it and not to hide from it. It's right there. It's in black and white. It's, you know, um, so as you read it, you know, read with a, read with the you know, with a grain of salt and, you know, and bring your own, you know, um, you know, bring your critical eye to it. Something else that, in a hundred years the things that the things that we talk about will be judged through a different lens as well so you know it's kind of um it'll be fascinating you know if you could know like (laughs) the way that things will the the way that like notions and stuff will change so anyway i wanted to i wanted to mention it that it is it's in there uh
3: and thanks for mentioning man i appreciate it yeah that's 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 cool of you um because yeah i definitely noticed it um Uh, but I took it with a grain of salt, you know, Um, I was like, oh, well, well, this is why I study black artists and and try to disseminate that information out there. You know what I mean? I think it's, I think
0: think it is important. And um, yeah, so everybody's going to, you know, have their, you bring, you can bring, you know, what you know to the table, right? You can bring what you, what you're interested in to the table and that's going to, you know, that's going to help the, It's going to help the discourse right it's going to help the conversation get wider but anyway so the things that i want to you know the things i'd like to highlight in this in this chapter particularly so let me see if i can uh let me see if i can share it right all right so the geometry right and so um this idea so he's got he's got like a pile of boxes Uh, masses of the head. There's some really good, some good things in here that you can you can really start to um, you can start to take away from it. But, uh, but again, beginning, you know, with boxes. Right? This was hopefully something that you were starting to see. And so if you're developing, you know, like your own character, you're starting to develop uh, or if you're actually looking at something in life or you're trying to figure out like, how can you, you know, sort of achieve this particular, you know, like, you know, when we're drawing the, um, we're drawing the gestures, it's like, oh, how does this work? How can we sort of see it accurately? Um, this, these sort of basic sorts of shapes and notions, I think can be really, really useful. So, you know, thinking about, uh, thinking about the head as, as having planes, as, as having like sort of, uh, a, a box-like sort of characteristic can be very useful. So I think, and there is something useful in the in, in some of the language that uh, Bridgman <laughs> talks about. And that's like sort of drawing the oval for the head, the sort of rounded shape is like every, you know, it's it, people do it, people have been doing it for a long time, but the eye can't focus on, you know, at any point on the roundedness of that, you know, that oval or that, you know, the egg shape, I guess. Um whereas with a with the corners of a box you can really start to you know get a lot more uh accurate as far as placements you can start to sort of uh you can have better guesstimates about where things would sort of fall and so um that's the idea and then something that I always took away from drawing class was that it's a lot easier to add you know roundedness right to a uh to a to a sharp edge, right? You can always round off a you know a corner, but it's hard to bring structure to that roundedness, right? If it's all round and soft already, it can be difficult to uh, to discern like the planes, right? Because then you know we can we can clearly see, you know, just look at just look at the screen right now. Look at look at the gallery view. You can see there's front of the face, there's the side of the face, top, bottom. There are planes, right? That that exist in space. And so uh, having this notion I think can be um can be really useful. So um so I think that like uh it is kind of like it's such a huge subject how to how to work with heads um I think what I would uh I think what I would like to do is probably start off with this this notion of um proportion right there's a sort of generalized proportion that we can often find in 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 many faces and uh and so i'm I'm gonna jump uh let me see i'm gonna stop sharing because we all have the book so we can yeah we can all see it um let me see if i can share my
1: ipad with you real quick
0: i'm getting better at this all right <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so all right like um so here's the sort of the notion right that we have um we can have like a sort of this is, there's the top of the head right so there's a little bit more but so top of the forehead the prefrontal eminence right the brow ridge just under the nose and then the chin right if we think about these at, at these different you know this relationship, um, canopy of the chin kind of coming from here, top of the head here. Um, you're going to find that, like, people will, will deviate slightly from these proportions, but they're oftentimes you're going to find, you know, so hairline, pen is this, what am I using? Um, right, uh, brow, nose chin and so let me just lower this opacity down slightly and okay so um, oftentimes what I like to do I like to start here with the brow right and and there's a um, I'm just trying to draw like in a profile uh, there's a bit of anatomy here called the glabella right so there is an angle for the nose right The bottom of the nose here is what is what this proportion refers to, right? And then the chin itself. Um, So chin is called the mental protuberance. That's the the, the name for your for your chin bone. Um, Usually this sort of angle here where lip, right? So the upper um, your upper lip usually has a downward-facing plane, and then the lower lip or somewhat rounded but again sort of thinking about it in terms of blocks right um here and then the roundness of the cranium right so the mass of the cranium about halfway you know usually the uh usually you can sort of measure it this height there's going to be a relationship this height overall the head will correspond It could either be very similar or maybe there's going to be some difference, right? It's uh, usually going to be like a little bit wider, right? But there's going to be a correspondence here proportionally to the width, right? If we are thinking about profile. About halfway, right, is going to be – this is where the ear is going to land, right? Um, Half of this overall height – let me get rid of uh, this guy here. Half of this overall height is going to be eye line, right it's where the eye the eye is going to sit. There's usually like a few nice triangles. So having a couple of having a couple of sort of planes that you start to you start to explore will help you, I think, you know, develop your head study. Let me move this over, Broop. falling off the page. So mental protuberance uh, is here in the front. That's the chin. Uh, uh, The uh, occipital protuberance is this part right here. This is the zygomatic arch, which is your cheekbone, right? The zygomatic Mm -hmm. arch is your cheekbone and it forms the lower portion of the orbits. That's your orbital socket. So, you know, where does the eye sit, right? The eye is a sphere and it's, it's surrounded. It's encased by, of course, the brow ridge. And then the zygomatic bone is what sort of forms the lower part. (laughs) And so the eyelid itself, it wraps around the sphere of the eye. Forgive me for the the ill proportions here, right? Um, The nostril, we've got the, uh, nostril is like a wing right there's a there's usually um so there's the front of the nose here the ball of the nose the wing of the nostril um you can see in a skull right there's uh you know the the nose the nostril bone here it sort of ends here and then this is all like cartilaginous and fat so there's usually some sort of little bump like right about there, almost everybody. There's some kind of like, you know, just a little bit of, a little bit of bone that sort of, that's the bone really close to the surface. Um, yeah, so the jaw, right? Mandible, it inserts here just in front of the ear, right? So wherever the ear is, angle of the jaw, right? And then, right? Um, something else that I think is really useful in terms of drawing the, you know, the head, Finding where the, you know, the, the clavicle is in the neck. So, and one of the muscles that is, you know, is really sort of, I think, crucial for, for this, for drawing any kind of like, uh, you know, head study here, uh, is the sternocleidomastoid muscle. Um, I love that. I love that name. <laughs> I just love that <laughs> name so much. Say it again. Sternocleidomastoid. So here's, here's yeah. how it works. Uh, the muscle inserts here to the sternum and then also on the clavicle of the collarbone. And then uh, it originates here. I don't know if it's maybe originates, forgive me if that's inaccurate, but uh, here at the mastoid muscle, it's a little, little bump on your skull, kind of just behind your, your ear. And so it's a really, it's the thick neck muscle. So everybody real quick, if you turn your head from side to side I just turn it just side to side. Those are your sternocleidomastoid muscles, right? They're the, it's the big muscle here on the side of the neck. So when you're drawing a neck, I think sort of thinking about it in terms of this, you know, muscles, throat in the middle, sternocleidomastoid muscles on the sides, and then trapezius. That's really kind of the other, other big muscle that you're going to see on the you know kind of helps you with the this this sort of movement there's so many more right there's so many more but as far as like these are the you know the the ones that can be really i think sort of um uh the first ones to to go for now like i just sort of sketched this out i imagined it um it's it's like from my memory roughly and um it's inaccurate, like crazy, it's it's crazy, inaccurate. But I think if you you know can start to think about these um, proportions and then you get into you start you start like looking at an actual body, it's not that they have to conform to these. It's just that this is a starting point. And you can see like you know how different, you know, like how different somebody is, what is the angle that their face takes? Right? What what are the angles? Right? Start doing some proportionate comparison. Right? The overall height. Right? And then you compare that to the width. Right? From from the nose to the occipital protuberance, from the back of the head to the front. Start in profile. You know, I think that's a good way to start. You know, you're only drawing one side of it. When you draw the face, you know, head on, there's going to be you know a symmetry that's subtle it will be subtle sort of differences on either side right i believe that like a likeness that you'll achieve it's going to emerge out of you know uh the sort of the careful measuring and the you know sort of the careful observations that you're going to do but all the careful observations in the world eventually you're going to have to you know gesture right eventually you have to stop doing that and you have to sort of go for some kind of a you know a gesture that like starts to it starts to help, you know, like sort of realize what it is you're looking at. So um thinking about, about thinking about here? some of these really simple um simple observations, good place to start. Uh so now like if we were to get rid of that stuff. Um now if like we were to take that same notion of the you know um of the locations and we think about like a you know the box again thinking about our box now if we start to kind of think about like all right so so hairline here maybe brow ridge um nose and uh put the chin right so it'll fit inside the box um now we can sort of start to sketch across, sort of find this.
1: Start to find this
0: shape of the head itself. It's not going to fill up the. It's not going to fill up the cube exactly, right? There's going to be this, those those corners that don't quite get. But like I said, about halfway through there, there's the, so we're gonna find that ear shape, um, nose, again, sort of thinking about it in
1: terms of planes. You could start to get the idea,
0: right? That you can can really get, um, start to develop some perspective. Right. You can start to develop, um, you know, uh, if you use this method a little bit, and you start to become more comfortable with it. Uh, it's very, very likely that you'll be able to sort of figure your way out um, of like a jam, right? That's the hope, right? That some of this, some of this will help you out of the jam one day, right? I think my portions are off. <laughs> so, so I got a, kind of a wonky looking ahead here. But um, I'll try just a little bit, squeeze it in just a little bit more. Yeah. Right. Something like that about, uh, um, let's see, it's a little closer to the nose than to the chin. Hmm. Closer to the, is the, where the mouth is going to sit. Usually the corners of the mouth, they correspond to where the, where the eye, the iris and the eyeball are going to be at. Again, I kind of like to sort of think about like, you know, the iris and the eyeball, you know, the, the iris and the pupil, um, and the, uh, the eyelashes, right. Or the lid as all kind of like one shape, right. We see like a, usually a relationship
1: to the corners of the mouth,
0: the lips, like wings right there's like a wing sort of shape to the upper lip and there's the lower so anyway um that yeah that let's get rid of some of that there it is that's a little better need a need a reference probably right but um and then neck a little bit extreme there
1: a little bit of neck, probably neck over there, something. Sternum.
0: So there's this generic figure. There's my generic figure. (laughs) Um, But uh, so this is essentially what we were covering, you know, in the in the chapter Mm -hmm. on Bridgman. And I think, you know, uh, these are these are conceptual this is something that I think you can start to, you know, hopefully can start to help you in your, in your understanding, right. As you're, as you're, as you're approaching this really complicated subject that is, you know, drawing ahead, you can start to understand, like, you can relate your, your point of view to what it is you're seeing. Right. In this case, right. I'm thinking that my eye level or go back to the beginning of our conversation that my eye level is like, at eye level of this figure, right? And then so all of the perspective is going, you know, like, you know, to those points along that. That's just this assumption, right? But if you start to, you know, think about boxes, draw those and then draw the, stop my sharing. that's enough of that. Draw your boxes, draw your, um, you know, start practicing the anatomical bits, practice noses practice mouths practice eyeballs again when you when you actually come upon a subject that you wish to draw you're going to have experience and you're also going to know you know you're going to know what you're what you're looking for you're going to know the certain points right the corners of the eyes and you know the uh the edge right let's see the edge right where the where the the, you know, the front of the face becomes the side, Oop, this way. <laughs> the side. <laughs> right? There's a certain there's a certain like, there's a certain point, it, it's rounded, right? But it's like there's a certain point where the, you know, the front of the face becomes the, you know, becomes the side of the head. And those are the key points to look for. Right? That's where you can start the shading. That's where you can start to like, you know, start to find the perspective in it. So I hope that was useful. I hope that was helpful that's a, that's basically what you know I think I hope you take away from this chapter on bridgman uh you know is that like that this person is uh is fallible not always right we're learning from this person but also you know i think there's a lot there's a lot you can learn sometimes so um anyway yeah any any questions any thoughts
4: uh i think that my thoughts are I think once again coming Hi. from oh, hello, <laughs> but uh, I think coming from uh, my perspective of three uh, D. Can I actually can I share my screen one more time? Of course, you can. I'd love to. I see can that. show you what I'm talking about. Uh, screen. Don't look at my messy background. Wait. Here it is. Okay. So this is a character that I'm doing for my final for class. And uh, I guess I just wanted to show you over here uh, how like head studies and stuff overlap with what I'm doing right now, which is I wanna show you what it looks like when I'm working, which is this is usually what I'm working with. So I work with all of these points here and a lot of people don't exactly know what they're looking at when I show them this. So I color-coded some bits of this just to show you Mm. uh, how I construct this. So basically my teacher calls this the Incredibles mask. So basically at each of these zones, there are these points called five five point junctions. This is where five edges come together. You can't really see that one because it's covered up by his eyebrow, but um, there are... Where the different planes come together, uh, this is where like animation would come together for emotions. So you have to construct the face very anatomically so that the face will move correctly. So looking at your breakdown of the face, uh, there's always this line here at the brow. There's always like plane changes where like the cheek and the chin and the uh, the mouth all come together. There's one in here also that I didn't mark, but um, you can also see it at the side as well. Uh, There's one behind his hair here where the head, the eye and the cheek all come together. So um, learning the face geometrically, uh, I wasn't great at anatomy, but like I'm a visual learner. So uh, visually being able to break down the face into geometric patterns, is extremely important for me trying to get through uh these uh types of projects um i just kind of want to show the overlap of kind of what you were talking about and what i'm doing even though they're two different kind of mediums
1: yeah
3: beautiful yeah that's awesome thank you for sharing
0: mm-hmm. i think um and that's so i think that's hopefully what we're Hopefully what we're getting to here is that like, you know, there is a lot of a lot of different types of practices, right? Even if we're sketching like the gesture or if we're working in 3D modeling, you're gonna have to figure out like how you bring it all together. And that's I you know, I <laughs> I heard somebody say this, you know, so I'll repeat it, but I, I think it's I think it's wonderful. Uh oh yeah, Andrew said it. Yeah, just Andrew said it just the other day, right? It's um uh Sailor Moses. He's an old tattooer he said uh, you know if you if you make a, a mistake long enough right people call it your style <laughs> so, <laughs> so I think this is the you know this is the thing that we're always gonna like sort of learn it's like you know you we're we're gonna have to keep working we're gonna have to keep like sort of discovering new things um, and keep experimenting back, but uh, but of course you know we're going to you know we're gonna like mm-hmm. run up into challenges we're gonna like you know I think we're going to experience, you yeah. know, our own our own sorts of hardships and things. It, it's always going to be subjective, but um, but again, you know, sort of seeing like seeing what you all you know do with with this information, seeing seeing all of your projects that are so interesting. Um, I don't know. It's what it it helps keep me inspired, right? So, I just want to thank everybody again so much for for coming today and for um and for drawing along um so uh the group is growing and it's it's wonderful to see so you know i really hope that everybody comes back again um next week and next week i think we should continue with this the head is so so complicated i'd love it if we could eventually i'm, I'm not going to make us do it right now but i'd love it if we could do a self-portrait i think, oh, <laughs> I think gosh. a self-portrait could be so could be so fun who, who want who who uh Who's down to do it? Self-portraits, everybody? Down.
2: I'm down. Yeah, cool. It wouldn't be so. I'll be held hostage. It.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's a challenge. It is. It's a real challenge. You know what I mean? And so I think you're going to have to take all of the information that, you know, that you've gotten so far, kind of, you know, really blend it together into, you know, into, into something. that's unified. But I think, you know, we'll build up to that a little bit more. We'll probably talk about value, Next next week, so talking about value a little bit more, exploring that. It's a subject we keep coming back to. Why? It's very important. It's just really important. And I mean, I can all I always use a refresher on it myself. It's you know, it's uh, um, it's just constant constant upkeep, right? So we'll talk about value. We'll keep working on portraits. Keep working on head studies. So practice a few. Work in the Bridgman book. I think there's some there's still some good things there, but practice some of that. Try to draw from life, um, and then, uh, if you can, you know, we're gonna try to work up into a to a head study of you know self portrait. I think that would be that's a, that's a gonna be a goal that we're gonna gonna be working towards. So, um, okay. but we'll we'll do that really soon. Let's uh, let's do some quick sign offs, and then we'll um, we'll call it a day for today. So, um, uh, Harriet, can we start with you, please?
5: Oh i'm really loud here so i, I don't okay. think I we sign off we got a lot of before on the back one i'm sorry. it's,
0: no, it's fine
5: no, you know. really oh. all the end of this i'm sorry yeah. <laughs> bye-bye
1: bye, bye. thank
0: bye. you so much <laughs> uh elise could you give us give us a give us a little bit of information about you where can we find you
4: uh, hello. I'm Elise Morrow. I'm a three D modeling artist, and uh, you can find me at Techno Dreaming on Instagram.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much. Thanks for coming,
2: mm-hmm.
0: Amber. Get get some sign off for you.
2: Okay. Hello. I'm Amber Morgan. I'm a tattoo artist from Mays Landing, New Jersey. You can find me on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook under Amber Morgan. And you can find me right here every Monday. I do not miss a class.
0: Yeah, that's true. yeah, you've been you've been excellent, and thank you so much again for coming. And um, thanks, Amber. Great work this week.
2: Thank you. Appreciate that.
0: Cool. Spirit. Where are you from?
3: Hey, are what's you? up, guys? <laughs> um, I am from Columbia, South Carolina. I have a tattoo artist. Been tattooing in the game about fourteen years now. It is my absolute love and passion. You guys can find me on Instagram at Tattoos by Spirit. Everything spelled correctly. Look forward to uh, doing a lot of really, really awesome work through that throughout the all the years and um the uh, hundreds of thousands of years that we will work together and build our amazing skills together
0: thank you so much uh yeah it was um well it's like i just want to reflect on this you know such an uh amazing experience today but really i I, I got so much out of what everybody brought, you know, the stories we told. And then of course, like the presentations that everybody did as well. And then just sharing your artwork. It was, um, you know, like I'm honored, you know, like profoundly honored. And then also uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm encouraged myself. I want to keep working hard. And um, so thank you all for coming. I'm James wisdom. Uh, This has been Drawing for Tattooers. Uh, You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at Tattooing Wisdom. Uh, Oh, yeah. Check out my website, uh, TattooingWisdom.com. And, uh, you know, if you enjoyed this show, make sure to hit the like and be sure to subscribe to Reinventing the Tattoo. Um, All right. So happy drawing, everybody. Right. And we'll, uh, we'll see you next stream.